Welcome to Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Visionaries Global Media, envisioning excellence on a global scale. What up, Pi Fivers? Yep, it's your boy, Pi Five Tom. And per the usual, I've got my good friend Will here on the other side of the country. Will, how are you this evening? What's up, Tom? I'm doing all right. Got to watch some wrestling in person this past weekend. And I'm going to end this week with, I'm not going to say it's going to be a downer, but as of tomorrow, so it's going to be Wednesday, I believe is the date when this, uh, as this drops this past Wednesday, the uh, last issue of Do a Powerbomb will be out. So I'll be, I'll be picking up the last three covers of that. It's been a good run. It's been a good run. I did listen to that podcast, by the way. Um, do you have any of his Murder Falcon stuff? Murder Falcon was very good. Okay. That's, on, that's actually dead. I, I think it's kind of this, like, there's been some twists in Do a Powerbomb, which I'm not going to give away spoilers. Because it's a very good series and people should read it whether they want to go out and get issues. They want to download. They can get it on like your Kindle for like $2 an issue. Yeah. Or I was talking to our friend Eric Freeds. Um, you could pre-order the trade paperback version. It drops uh, in March if you want to just wait and get it all bundled together in the one. Don't let me forget about that. But shout out to Eric, by the way. He was uh... – yeah, I had a lot of fun things to say about last week's episode. So, Eric, we will get you on for something. Um, I'm sorry, Eric and I were going to do a House of the Dragon uh, Game of Thrones prequel, but I, I couldn't do it. I I couldn't get through that fucking show. So, that's all I'm going to say right here. So, but yeah, shout out, Eric. Appreciate all your all your kind words and everything and, and the hilarity last week. So, sorry, Will. Yeah. Also, very. I'm excited to see where it goes. I mean, especially with where, because do a power bomb is like I read Murder Falcon already like compiled, so like I got like the collected hardcover of that, kind of in anticipation of do a power bomb coming out. Yeah. Um. So a lot of the issues of do a power bomb have had endings where it's like, what's going to happen next? Mm-hmm. What's going to happen next? Mm-hmm. Oh my God! What's going to happen next? So with the way issue six ended, it's one of those things where it's like they only have one more issue, and I still feel like there's a lot they've got to get through in just one issue. I mean, and that's the the downside. Like the plus side is is. I mean, he's already got it pretty much like drawn out, sketched out, roughed out, that he knows he can tell his story in that many issues. But at the same time, it's like, and it's, I don't know to say it because I'm a fan of the series and I want more, because I do, but I feel like there, this could have benefited from maybe being like 10 issues. Yeah. And we could have kind of fleshed out some of the story beats a little more. But, I mean, there's a lot of stuff you can just kind of like put together on your own. Like, you can infer it happening. There's just, like, in the last issue, there's kind of a like there was a, a plot point where like, I don't feel like the, the emotional level 
was really hit where it needed to because it was just kind of like it felt like it was rushed through. Yeah. So, thank you, Daniel Warren Johnson. Maybe he's listening out there. Who knows? He liked yeah. my he liked my 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 retweet of his the other day. So, and um, so that uh, so basically, yeah. So there's a full book of the entire thing coming out as one single book, right in March. He said, but it's yes. not a copy though. It's just like a yeah. So he um, did you listen to the comic book keepers? Yeah podcasting so he kind of he kind of touched upon it there um they're doing a paperback what they call the trade paperback version so that means all the issues will be compiled okay Um, and he's doing it'll be a it'll be a soft cover but as he said he loves doing the hard covers like murder falcon came out with like a soft cover and a hard cover but hard covers cost a lot more to produce yeah so they want to be sure that if they're going to produce a hardcover, it's going to sell. Like Murder Falcon, he talks about in that same podcast. Uh, shout out to Comic Book Keepers, I guess. It was that was a great. I literally like the interview. I haven't gone back and listened to any of their other episodes because I haven't seen any of the other episodes like kind of like recently that were like things I felt like I really needed to like listen to. Um. But he's been trying to pitch Murder Falcon as a TV show. Yeah. Because it's out through Skybound, which is the same publishing that it's Robert Kirkman. So it's The Walking Dead. It's Invincible. Yeah. Invincible is a very successful animated property on Amazon Prime now. So Dana Warren Johnson's like, I've written music. There's two albums on Bandcamp you can get if you look up the band from Murder Falcon. And there's songs that kind of go along with the issues of the comics. Yeah. So he's like, I ask every time. He's like, because I, he's like, I'd love to do like a show and have it just be this wacky, way out there, speed metal influence. Yeah. Thing, but highly recommend murder. Uh, highly recommend Murder Falcon. Um, especially as far as taking like you get what the trope is mm. like there's a big trope where you're like where you're like you're so sure it's like oh I know what's gonna happen and then it twists and you're like oh, I knew this was gonna happen but you did it in a way that's different and I didn't expect that <laughs> and if I was reading it in single issues I would have been like son of a bitch I've gotta wait another, you know, three weeks or whatever to get <laughs> the next step. You can buy it in a soft cover or a hard cover. Um, and you said that's Invincible? Invincible. So Invincible is Robert Kirkman's right. other series. Okay. So Robert Kirkman, the guy who wrote The Walking Dead, also wrote a superhero story called Invincible. And it's um, on Amazon Prime now as an animated okay. uh, series. I just, I just put that on my watch list in case you're wondering why I'm staring weirdly at my computer screen. It's, uh, I would say it's not safe for work. It's not safe for children. <laughs> Perfect. Not not so much as far as like the language aspect, but as far as kind of like the the gore and the violence level. Yeah. 
Well, you know, I work at home, Will, so I don't have to worry about this. Um, uh, yeah, I, I got to hang out with my friend uh, Joe, also known by his screen name as Pure Evil, which I love that when I tag him and stuff, Crotzo uh, has seen the video, so he always says greetings and salutations because that's how he opens every video. <laughs> so I told him, like, Joe, my, my buddy Crotzo from Austria watches your videos. Crotzo's the man. We don't shout that guy off enough either. He, he is the king of the Shining Wizards. Those, those Patreon vlogs, vlogs aren't wrong. Yeah, no, this, this, is, this is very true, so. Um, but, uh, yeah, I got to see the second-to-last chaotic event for the year, their last show in Dover, New Hampshire. Got to see all the favorites. Got to see Aaron Rourke. Would love to hear him on Wizards. He's a creative pro guy. I don't know why it hasn't happened yet. They got the in. Uh, love Doug. I tried digging back to his Twitter to see what he was on AEW Dark as. It was something similar. Okay. But he was still doing like the same shtick. They just didn't call him Love Doug. Fair enough. Because his, his name like is Love, comma, Doug. Like he's like signing off. Uh, TJ Crawford, amazing in ring talent. Yeah. One of those things where like I heard the name so much listening to the Wizards. Yeah. And then now to finally see it, it's like, no, this guy is like legit. Oh, is this the first time you've seen him in person? I saw I've seen him at a couple other chaotic shows. Okay. That's what I thought. Um he got to they got to show a little more. Yeah. In uh in this match in the match they had. So I'm looking forward to next year. Um, hopefully I can make it some of the bigger shows like Cold Fury, which is like their big show of the year. Yeah. When's that usually? April. Or no, Cold Fury is in um, Yeah, I want to say it's like April. That's usually their big show where they usually have like former people who are part of the company come in. They usually have bigger matches. That's where uh, Shining Wizards alum Davian won the Chaotic World title from JT Dunn. Yeah. In a steel cage match. That's usually in Massachusetts, though, and not in New Hampshire. Correct. Most of their shows are in Mass. They do stuff in like Everett, Tewksbury. They've been going down to like Watertown a lot, which is kind of on the other side of Boston. Well, I keep saying I'm going to quit traveling for wrestling, and then I get these opportunities, so. You never know, Will. Maybe we'll go to the April show. I'll say my New Year's resolution, I'd like to go to Limitless Wrestling next year. They run out of Maine, and that's that's just the downside. It's one of those things where it's like, it's like an hour and a half drive to get back home after. Yeah. So it's fitting that in where it's like, if I'm not going to be leaving there until like 11 o'clock, and we got an hour and a half drive back home through the New England wilderness in the dark. Yeah. That's way too much about me. Tom, let's talk about you. What's going on with you, big guy? Um, <laughs> well, uh, I'm not- glad to hear that uh, you don't use ketchup as salad dressing. I do not use ketchup as salad dressing. That is correct. I... I do love my ketchup, but that's that's even a little bit further for me. 
And um, <laughs> I had to chuckle. Matt thought it was going to be the other way around. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no, life's good. Just busy. Um, I did just get my, uh, for those of people who know me in the real life, I said I got a fucked up tooth in front for my first set of braces. Uh, so I finally got that attached to my braces, so my mouth's really fucking sore. And then um, a little uh, breaking down the fourth wall, Will and I are recording on Tuesday uh, because your boy's got his first colonoscopy on Thursday. Woo! So, you know, Happy colonoscopy, Tom. You know, I, I thought it'd be funny to record uh, while I'm flushing myself out for that, but Will suggested otherwise. Um, it's, it's, it's not going to be that good. I think you're going to go through this and you're going to be like, you know what, I'm glad we, we did this the night before. You know, it would have been some funny content. It would have been. I would have had to filibuster a lot. Yeah. <laughs> no, I would still have taken you to the bathroom with me. What I would have done. I mean, what if we would have had to been stationed in there. I mean, this is a laptop. I mean, I can just go, woo. The old, uh, old Mickwalkie Tom uh, commissioner's office. Yeah. So... Um, but yeah, no, other than that, just, uh, yeah, life's good. Um, need to really get cracking on, um, getting some more podcasts done, but yeah, if you ever want to have, you know, any of, you know, um, they weren't, if you ever wants to come on, you know, I, 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 we can make that happen. Will so. I'd lose my mind. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't he do a bunch of work for Colt Cabana? Cause I thought Colt Cabana said something in his podcast, like, like podcast art by let me look that up actually I don't know I don't listen to the art of wrestling so I do he just started doing it again right yeah I mean he's kind of sporadic which I mean shit I mean he's been I mean he's the he is the original like literally um Yeah, I mean, things are good, um, you know, and just a real quick speaking of breaking down the fourth wall, we do have a question of dishonor this week. However, uh, we are going to discuss said uh, question of dishonor um, after TV. Once you uh, hear Brennan's question, uh, you will understand our reasoning for why we want to wait for this afterwards. Hmm. Yeah, I thought he said something, so but it's not in the ads here. So, um, but will as this is a Ring of Honor podcast, is um, it? and we had Ring of Honor TV, and this, um, and will I mean, it's a big one for us. It's a big five zero. Bitty, we've done fifty episodes of Ring of Honor Revelry. Will well, it's not all we. There was a couple you did on your own. Oh uh, yeah, I don't know if I really want to count those because they were not good. Wasn't it be better if I had to do them on my own? Oh yeah, that's true. But just kidding, Will. Um, but this is funny because I've been kind of waiting for this one for a while. Um, because you know how they got the episodes, like you know, like the screen cap. It's Bravado Brothers, like on the screen cap, and you keep seeing it for forever. So I've been waiting for this episode for a while, and I don't know. The episode was good, but we'll definitely get into it. Um, I just want to point out, I'm going to bitch about AEW, Ring of Honor, whatever later. It is really aggravating now that we're at the end of the year that I've got to click through and scroll through 
all the episodes to get to the episode I want. Because I do it on my phone. So I'm going to sit there, tap, 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 tap. Because you can't go back. So if you start at the first one, you can't just click back and have it shoot you to like the back of the here. My other gripe is that when it autoplays, it goes in the other direction. So when this episode finished watching, it went to the last episode. Yeah. Instead of going to the next one. So uh, that's a list. You got to click through the episodes. No fast forward. No rewind. No double speed. Yeah. I mean, the website overall still, it it is a big improvement. (laughs) Yeah. It keeps me logged in, which I think is dope. Yeah, you can resume from wherever you were before. It's going to be handy when those Jay Lethal matches start up again and I fall asleep every episode. (laughs) Jay Lethal. What the fuck? Oh, shit. Um, yeah, I wonder if there's a setting on there where you can switch that. I mean, it doesn't make sense. I'm like, why do I Why do I want to go back? They already watched this one. Keep going. Well, um, but all in all, you know, a, a good episode. Um, our boys, the Bravado Brothers. Um, but Will, our first match. Uh, the first two people out in this episode, Mr. Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly. Who here, therefore, on this podcast will be called Red Dragon. Um, you know, I don't care if they're not called that yet. We're just uh, that's that's what we're gonna call them. My favorite thing about Red Dragon is their theme. My buddy, this was before there was the big meme format where it's like, can we get this? We have this at home, and it's this at home. So my friend always would say listening to Red Dragon theme, he'd be like, this is like if somebody said, can we get Danzig? And they said, no, we have Danzig at home. So, well, well, that's actually my first question for you. Um, but they have matching gear, Tom. They did. They're a, spur of the, they're a spur of the moment tag team, but they have matching gear. Awfully suspicious. <laughs> well, I mean, that was addressed on the commentary. You know, I don't, you know, I think there's something, something like, wow, these guys are working together awfully well for a brand new tag team. There's something fishy about that. <laughs> I get it, Bobby Fish. Wow, was that a seltzer line? Uh, no, I made that up on myself. Wow. I mean, Mr. LaCroix, I always call, I call him LaCroix. So, LaCroix. Yeah, get it. God, I'm on a fucking roll. Well, Will, I think you answered my first question, but it's in half a you don't. Which interest do you like music you like better, the Bravados or? Oh, it's Red, Red Dragons is like way up there. I keep that on my phone. There's a handful of wrestling themes that live on my phone. That's one of them. I, I got to disagree. I really do like it. I don't know. It's just like you wouldn't expect that from the Bravado Brothers. So I try. I don't, I don't expect anything from the Rivaldo brothers. Yeah. You know. I expect to, I expect them to lose. It sucks. I thought they were going to get some kind of push, but we'll get to that. So they're going to get a push. Yeah. 
You know, Mickey James got a push and impact too, right under the train tracks. Ooh. <laughs> it's all right. She came back to life a couple years later. Yeah. Um, but good, you know, high opener, you know. Obviously, these two mesh very well. Um, we do have some Okada rolls in this match, so that was good. I'm still going to call them Okada sushi rolls. Um, but obviously, like like Will had mentioned earlier, this match was really about putting over the story of Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly um, and their, their plot to destroy Davey Richards. You know, they keep calling Davey Richards. He's just a gym fighter. You know, Bobby Fish is a real fighter. He's a real fighter because he's got a winning record in amateur fights outside of pro wrestling. And he does whatever it takes to win, blah, 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 blah. You know, and they think that Eddie Edwards agrees. Um, yeah, but yeah, I mean, match is fun, but the Provados, I mean, it looks a lot better than they did this time last year, Will, but God damn, they thought Parker's going to get a win? I guess not, but... Um, yeah, I would have loved, I mean, to be honest with you, I would have loved to see this match go 15, 20 minutes, but, you know, uh, end of the match, lots of near falls, lots of shots, uh, taken and given, uh, but Reed Dragon busts out the total elimination. Um, Will, how versed are you in ECW? Not really at all. Played the N64 game a lot. Didn't, I haven't watched a whole lot of it. Watched okay. a lot of, a lot of uh, WWE CW. Total elimination was, uh, the move made famous by the Eliminators, same move. Make, makes sense, yeah. Yeah, obviously. So, um, but the Eliminators are fucking great. I don't know if they ever. I won. thought Total Elimination. I didn't. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Total Elimination. It's also the same move that um, the Ascension used. Really? From NXT. Because they. You start out in the corners, right? And then you're supposed to run, right? I mean, I mean, theirs was just kind of like a standing one, so it didn't look really that impressive. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean that. Well, I mean that's how the Eliminators did it. So I don't know. I don't think I've ever seen the Ascension pull off a finishing move. Well, this was in their NXT days, back when they were like a super dominant tag team. They were really good, weren't they? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Wow, that's just hard to imagine. I mean, that was before my time watching NXT, so I'm. Mean, the only old ECW watches back in the, the early days of the network. I tried watching. It's kind of funny. I watched the first ever pay-per-view they had that's available. Mm-hmm. And it had a lot of the same issues that Ring of Honor has. A lot of backstage promos where you really can't hear shit. Yeah. Commentary's pretty good. Really good. Not saying, not saying that's an issue, but I'm just saying like a lot of the camera work, the audio issues. Yeah, the problem was that was 1997. This is 2012. <laughs> what can um, you do? Yeah. You know, Paul Heyman said ECW probably would have become like a Ring of Honor. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, Ring of Honor really was spawned from the fall. I mean, the, Phil and I went into it more Phil than me. But, I mean, yeah, it started with our video. I mean, those guys needed to play ECW. Um, so that's how it all started, so. Uh, you know, and I think so. Bobby Fish just won a boxing match or an MMA, 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 uh, MMA match recently. I think it was boxing. Okay. 
And has he teamed up with Tom Lawler in uh, New Japan Strong now? I'm not up on my New Japan Strong, so maybe. I thought I heard yeah, he popped up somewhere with them and somebody else. So I mean, Team Filthy in New Japan is great. Oh, yeah. Tom Lawler is great. I, I'm a fan of Tom Lawler. That guy just gives zero fucks about anything. I mean, we're already kind of off the rails. And we're talking about tag teams. How are you? What do you feel about the Briscoes being the number three tag team as per the PWI? I'm happy about it. It's a little higher than I thought they would have gotten. Uh, have you Have you seen the list? Yeah. I. The one thing I'll say about it. I mean, this one's even like FTR is number two. I feel like it's it's kind of weird where FTR has done more in other promotions and in their own promotion. By a lot. But I will say, I think it's really cool that there was the tag team from Stardom in that list. Yeah. And the Hex made the list. Yeah, so made the top 10. Made the top 10, yeah. That's fucking so, dope. Hell yeah. Allison Kay and uh, Marty Bell were number, I want to say the Hex was like number eight. Yeah, it was, that was that, awesome. So that's, that's, that's very cool. Um, I mean, I don't know much about the PW. I mean, I obviously know, but I mean, has a female tag team ever been in the top 10 before? Well, no, because now they have like a separate, like top women's wrestling. So these are just tag teams. So they had the women's teams in there too. Yeah. But has a a women's team ever cracked the top 10 before? I have no idea. Um, I don't give a fuck about PWI. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, cracking in a a a women's team, not from, uh, you know, not on cable every week. No. Um, the Antoxic Traction was 13. I mean, I'm not a fan of them, but, you know, more power to them, so. Um, I don't know. I mean, the Usos are on TV every Friday. They're part of the biggest storyline in wrestling right now. One of these PWI <coughs> bases all their stuff on kayfabe. <coughs> You know, like what's presented on TV. So, I mean, the Usos are on TV yeah. two times a week. They're at every pay-per-view. They're featured everywhere. Yeah. I mean, especially now you got Sami Zayn in there tangling up with Jay Uso. I mean, it's... Yeah. God, Sami Zayn's got very similar moveset to this generic guy that we're going to watch in a couple of weeks, but... Weird. <laughs> you know... Good no good, ar- well. good, good good artists borrow, great artists steal, right, Tom? <laughs> yep. Uh, you know, unfortunately, this is only an audio audio only podcast. That would have been that would have been priceless. Well, well done, my friend. So, El Generico didn't have a beard, so can't be the same guy. Oh, that's true. So, um, but yeah. So back to Ring of Honor. Um, if if we want, yeah, 2012 Ring of Honor. I'm down. Let's go back. So. Fish and O'Reilly, they get a win. They 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 debut the tag team. They get the win. This is really about the story, you know. Is is Eddie Edwards going to help Davy Richards' final battle? Um, I feel like they they're almost too heavy handed with it. Where it's like he's obviously going to come back. But whose side is he going to be on? Guess we're going to find out. So that's a lose lose as far as that goes. So yeah, I did like. I mean, we're not. I mean, I, I voiced my opinion on Eddie Edwards. Um, man can take a fucking beating like none other. Um, 
I do like the American Wolves together. Him and Richards together were fun. I don't know. We'll see. You know, it'll be interesting to see where they go with that. So, I mean, unfortunately, like Will said, they're kind of telegraphing that. But maybe, I don't know, maybe now that Cornette's gone, maybe they're just telegraphing in a, in a different direction. So, But after that, Will, our boy Kevin Kelly. Oh, we forgot to mention, yeah, the new guy, Caleb uh, Seltzer slash LaCroix, was on the call. It says last week on the call because next week, uh, Kevin Kelly said he gets his new permanent color commentator partner. Interesting, because he was seltzer unless there's somebody else. Because I went ahead and watched uh, Steen and Generico, and it's not so. Maybe it's final. Maybe it was final battle. Yeah, but soon. But it soon there's going to be permanent. But it wasn't who you thought it was. But obviously, that said person probably wouldn't want to be commentating because they do have a title match that week night. But yeah. Um, he's, yeah. Got a, he's got a commentary gig on this episode. A great commentary gig, by the way. As always. Um, and shout out to his son. So did you see Colby Carino's uh, at the PC? Is he? Yeah. He, or he's going next year. So congrats to him. Yeah, he got it. Well, Carino's at the Performance yeah. Center now. So. And Colby Carino's probably seen the writing on the wall with NWA. It's like, ooh, getting out of here. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going on Fox News, so. Tyrus. Yeah. He's the meatloaf. That's a disservice to meatloaf. I love meatloaf. Wait, the food or the music artist? Admittedly, more so the food. That's a good answer, Will, because we may have had to stop the podcast. And I fucking hate meatloaf. Let's be said right here. Can't stand him. The worst musical artist in the history of the world is Meatloaf. Absolutely not. That you are absolutely one thousand percent wrong on that. But the absolute worst. Worst. The absolute worst. Okay, the worst non-mumble rapper out there. I would still say there's far worse people than Meatloaf. No, very few. Oh, there's quite a few. No. I can't stand fucking Meatloaf. Can't. I, it's, have you ever seen the Big Lebowski? Nope. Okay, well then the reference wouldn't make sense. But for people, for the high-fivers who've seen the Big Lebowski, I hate Meatloaf more than Lebowski hates the fucking Eagles. Shouts anyway. out to the Eagles. What's that? Shouts out to the Eagles. I don't mind the Eagles, but that's another story. The I band don't. or the football team? Uh, The band. I could really get two shits about the football team. Packers almost beat them. I actually did watch that football game. But, um, well, Will, we are on the road to doomsday. We, we sure are. The end of the world. A little card breakdown from our boy Kevin Kelly. Uh, we've got Adam Cole versus Matt Hardy. Yay. Obviously, the tag team match. Like I said, we, we've talked about this before. We're both very excited on how they're going to do this. Uh, and obviously, the main event is Team Generico. Uh, but Will, like they've been beating to death, it's already kind of, we still see Cornet remnants here. Um, Red Dragon versus American Wolves. So, and Davey's not, you know, Davey cuts a little promo. Not certain if Edward's going to, is not going to show up, but I do know that Wolves, you know, fight in packs. Really? Hunt's on. Final battle. Yeah. American Wolves! But then, Will, we get scum. And we just we get we get just get Jacobs and Gener- or, uh, Jacobs and Carino to start with, yeah. 
Thoughts on you know they're, they're uh, chilling. Yeah, they, they, uh, they don't like uh, they don't like this. No, they don't like Nigel. They uh, Steve Carino says some very deprecating comments. Rachel's practical. Uh, yeah, call, calls him limey a lot. A tall limey. Is Nigel that tall? I just never. Is it just that Carino's not that tall? Oh, maybe. I just never pictured as Nigel is that tall. But I guess uh, we'll see well, next time he's in the ring. It's always tough to tell when, when it comes to wrestlers, too. Because, I mean, yeah. I mean, you wouldn't have thought Billy Gunn was tall. Then you sent him over to AEW and realized how tall he actually is. Oh, that's huge. Um, but yeah, uh, but yeah, then Jacob's talking to, oh, it's a sudden death match, but you know, it's not a sudden death. The death of Ring of Honor. Bully <coughs> being killed by scum. Uh, but, you know, Steve Carino doesn't mind. They're smart. You know, you throw any roadblocks at us, you know, we'll get it done. Uh, they'll take us up. And then I do, like you said, I get talked about. I love a great camera shot. You don't realize Kevin Steen's in the, in the shot or is, is in the same promo till the end. A nice pan. Right, I, I like the, they pass the mic over so the mic gets passed down. Yeah, he packs him on the head. And uh, I thought that was pretty good. So I'm assuming that's a Jimmy Jacobs vehicle. You know, and Steam basically says, you know, all you've done, Nigel, is end the career, career of El Generico. And Will, um, I don't know if you've realized this or not, but, you know, Kevin Steen hasn't been beaten in two years. Nope, sure hasn't. Pretty sure the last time he lost was uh, El Generico. El Generico. Final battle, 2010. Yeah. Now, some would say there's, like, a suspension in there, but I don't give a shit. Hey. So, yeah, he hasn't lost. Well, he hasn't lost in a year. So, um, then they do a little. They did a little review of the history of CN Generico. Um, great clips, but I would have thought they would have a timeline would have been nice. Yeah, they didn't really give time. So, you know, they show him winning the tag the tag titles from Age of the Fall, which was Jacobs and Tyler Black. Uh, now known as Seth Rollins. Um, I did love that package file, uh, pile driver to the rolling brain buster move. That was pretty sweet. But then they just showed. Yeah, he he kind of gold bustered that. He kind of Goldberg that brain buster. It looked like he kind of like picked him up and was like kind of dropped him like right away. <laughs> yeah. That was probably like, I'm losing, I'm losing it. I just gotta, we just gotta go down. <laughs> yeah. And uh, then uh, right after that, we get the, the, the turn. But no idea when that was. I mean, you know. Right, we don't have the context for it. No, I'm pretty sure that was Final Battle 2009. I could be wrong. Says he hates his guts, kicks him in the balls. Yeah. Um, Brendan will let us know if it was 2009. Um, And they have a bloodbath all through 2010. Uh, That's where Generic will beat Steen for his career. At Final Battle. Final Battle 2010. Um. You know, and then they show Steen, you know, coming back in 2011. We had pontificated about that Steen and Carino match. Go back and watch it, people. Great match. It was uh, a great match. And then there was the La Revancha. Yeah, La, La Revancha. It showed on the sun. Um, I still love that bit where, you know, Jimmy Jacobs stabs our El Generico and he falls to the mat and then Steen falls with him. <laughs> I loved it. Um, yeah, so, I mean, they give us a little bit of context, but we have no idea when. Right. Um, you know, but we know because we're smart, but 
Um, Will, did that package get you a little bit more fired up for the main event? Uh, Of this final battle? Mm -hmm. I mean, not really. But I know it is apparently a very good match. So I plan on watching my full focus. Yeah. Not not half-ass viewing. <laughs> um, well, next, Will, we've got Chris Silvio. Now, is Chris Silvio on the NWA now? Did someone say? I can fact-check that, but I don't know. Okay. Um, I, haven't, I haven't watched the NWA in – it'd be years at this point. Yeah, it was cool. They dragged out Chris Silvio. Yeah. He's still floating around. You know, and obviously this match is more about putting over lethal. Um, they're, they're still in Pittsburgh, by the way. We didn't mention that, but they're still in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Um, I think they're in Pittsburgh next week, too. I think all the tapings up to final battle. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, it's Briscoe and, and Carino in a Steel City street fight. Um uh, I lost my notes here. Oh yeah, uh, Jay Lethal. Um, Jay Lethal's mad. Gets on the mic. He's still mad. You unleash the beast. Blah 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 blah. Um, Lethal takes it all out on Silvio. But uh, I mean, to Chris Silvio's credit, man, he took an ass whooping and and he he hung in there. And this match went yeah. a good ten minutes. Yeah, he, uh, he had some good offense. He had the upper hand for a while, and then like I don't know if Lethal expected this. Is how it was going to go considering he tried to get the jump on uh, on Silvio. Yeah, those forearm shots from fucking Silvio are fucking vicious. I was like, oof. Um, you know, uh, yeah, a little, uh, a little, a little sloppy in the end. Lethal hits a very sloppy lethal inje- or combination. Um, and then he's going to go for the lethal inject- injection, but he says fucking hits a. Pretty cool uh, cradle DDT, I guess it's called. So, um, Jay Lethal picks up the win. So, it's going to be Jay Lethal versus Rhino at final battle. But, Will, I don't think we've heard the last of Jay Lethal, but we'll get to that. So, But, Will, it's your yes. second favorite time of the week. Inside Ring of Honor. Here we go. Inside uh, Ring of Honor with old Kevin Kelly. So it turns out that, uh, you know, Eddie Edwards is coming back from Japan the day before, supposedly. They're just harping on it a little too much. Yeah. You know, they've emailed Eddie Edwards, but, you know, we don't have a response yet. Um, But they do remind us that Bobby Fish has been hanging out with Edwards in Japan. Um, And then, you know, Bobby Fish gets on uh, on the mic, gets to cut a little promo. Um, He reminds uh, Kyle O'Reilly, I thought that was kind of funny, that Eddie Edwards doesn't like Kyle O'Reilly. But he don't care because he doesn't like Davy Richards even more. Um, yeah, but uh, and oh yeah, the American Wolves are over. Um, but then Davy Richards cuts a little promo. Thinks Kyle O'Reilly is a sheep. Uh, him and Edwards are wolves. Uh, their blood and their family. Blood and family always takes it. Blah 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 blah. At the end of the promo, Davy's like, "Yep, we're leaving with sheep's head." So a little, a little awkward. Um, but will. Big moment here in the rest of this promo. So we got them boys versus CNC. Um, 
You know, they talk about how they respect each other, but don't get each other's way. But two references. So Kevin Kelly does call them CNC Wrestle Factory. And also Cedric in the promo calls them CNC Wrestle. So finally, before they break up, we will see it on the screen, I hope so. Uh, Caprice is a little singing. Uh, then we cut to them boys. Jade says uh, Jay Briscoe things. And then... <laughs> And Mark Briscoe, I don't know what the fuck he was singing, but Mark Mark just starts singing a promo. Uh, you know, this is this is my weekly shout out to Mark Briscoe. Mark Briscoe, you are a national goddamn treasure. And that's the bottom line. Um, you know, and then the Briscoe's bring up they just beat up former WWE champs, them headbangers. So they're on yeah. a roll. So and then uh, they remind us to run with the car. We do good Elgin versus Strong. Obviously, the rear precautions from that. We're getting Rhett and Whitmer versus Wrestling Scares Tag Team in a street fight. And to open the show, we're going to get Prince Nana versus R.D. Evans. That's right, because they were told they can either settle in the ring or they can leave. Yep. So, um, and they announced that uh, the main event for next week is Steve Carino versus Jay Briscoe in a Steel City street fight. Uh, but then they kind of mistimed that because then Truth of Martini comes on and he still doesn't believe that Strong and Elgin are going to fight. He doesn't want it to happen. No, he's, 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 still, he's still in Egypt and the denial. So, uh, But, Will, it's time. Um, I'm not going to steal Mark Henry's gimmick, but it's time for the main event. Time for the main event. And as you addressed this earlier, uh, Carino's on the call. Yeah. Kevin Kelly compliments him dressing up for the job. Yeah. Which he alludes to that he thinks the, the street fight is bullshit because these are the only clothes he's back. Yeah. So, I mean, you probably should, you know, take a your bro. But, uh, you did. Did he come out with that cowboy hat? Jacobs came out with a cowboy hat. Okay. I wondered where the cowboy hat came from. I, I missed, I missed that. <laughs> Okay, me too. Did you notice Jimmy Jacobs' awesome gray cowboy boots with his pink pants? Yeah, they, oh. they, they, they were decked out in the pink. Jimmy Jacobs, if anybody's going to write a book, I hope it's you. You are the fucking man. Yeah, and then Kevin I, I will say, I didn't care for Steve Carino's comments about Seltzer. You do like him or didn't like him? I, I didn't. I didn't care for him. Oh, the special needs thing. Yeah, it's not for me. Okay, I get it. I get where the joke was supposed to be. Jokes like that just don't land for me. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's as heinous as the shit they were saying about Maria on commentary. But speaking of, there is no Maria Canellis. There is not. Why is there no Maria Canellis? According to Steve Carino, will. Of course, Steve Carino, she's uh, recovering back at his place. Because they had a physical interaction. He, he's had several physical interactions with her apparently in the last 30 days. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, yeah, I don't know if we, we mentioned. The actual- Mike Bennett, the prodigy, he was selected because Nigel had the list of people who did not get shots against Kevin Steen. And he picked the prodigy. Yeah. And even Karina put over on commentary, Mike Bennett is going to be a world champion someday. Just not today. No. Yeah. He's he, gotta, the first thing he's got to do is he's got to dump Brutal Bob 
and Brutal Bob came over to commentary several times. Steve Carino told him to beat it. I would like to see Carino and Brutal Bob match, to be honest with you. Just watch those two beat the piss out of each other for 10 minutes. It'd be fun. Um, yeah, I don't know if we actually mentioned this, Will, or not, but the main event for the Ring of Honor World title is Kevin Steen versus Mike Bennett. Um, so I don't know if we actually mentioned that, but um, solid match. It was okay. I mean, it's it's a lead-up to a pay-per-view. You know, you kind of figured you know what was going to go on. Um, Steen beats up Bennett. Bennett comes back with his athleticism. Uh, end of the match, you know, Steen's going for the F-Sync. Uh, you know, Brutal Bob grabs his leg, but then Steen just turns around does a smart thing and dumps Bennett on Brutal Bob. I mean, Christine's a smart guy. Yeah. Uh, and then he goes outside and he, uh, he apron bombs Bennett, rolls in the ring, package prowls right for the end. Um, but yeah, really, you know, at the end of the, um, at the end of the day, this match was really about, you know, Steve Carino on commentary and just kind of putting over. Getting mad that Kevin Kelly's texting him about his matches at the pay-per-view and the street fight. Yeah. He's sick of hearing about it. He's sick of Nigel. He wishes Cornette was back. Yeah. <coughs> Saying a lot. Um, yeah, and ironically enough, someone else on this call here wishes Jim Cornette was back instead of the current Booker of Ring of Honor, but we'll get that to in a couple minutes. It might be my Snickers moment. I might not be me when I'm hungry. However, <laughs> we'll get to that. Um, but, yeah, so then Kevin Steen gets on the stick. Uh, this is Jay Lethal's complaining. You know, Jay Lethal, um, the reason you have a title shot, it's your mom's fault. And then... Uh, yeah, we didn't touch on that, but Lethal said that he is going to wrestle the world champion at Final Battle. Yeah. He is going to. It is a definite. I don't know when. Um, I guess we're going to find out. We'll find out when we watch Final Battle. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then, and then Lethal comes out, and all of a sudden, miraculously... Now the refs can break up a fight, um, including Aaron Rodgers. The one guy in there looked like Aaron Rodgers. I thought that was kind of weird. Um, but, yeah, and then we go off the air with Jay Lethal, you know, trying to get Kevin Steen. So, Will, the question we always ask at this time of night, what do you think of TV, and would you be would you be intrigued to tune in next week? I think it's a little weird that they had your – your go-home match for your world champion before the pay-per-view, two weeks before the pay-per-view. not how I would have laid it out. I would have laid out the street yeah. fight, having the one week. So you have Carino on commentary, post-street fight. <laughs> ben out of shape that he's got to wrestle Briscoe again. I mean, it's fine. I mean, it's a go-home episode for a pay-per-view. It's their, their biggest... I mean, they certainly hype it. Final Battle to be like their biggest pay-per-view of the year. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it was good stuff. I mean, Carino's comments aside, it was another great episode. The the, the Nigel McGuinness era has begun. Is, is good. Yeah, is is in full effect, so... Um, I thought the action in the ring, all three matches, was pretty solid. I really enjoyed the first match. I do wish it was a little bit longer, but that's just because I'm a Bravado Brothers mark. Um, you know, Chris Silvio put up a good fight against Jay Lethal. You know, and the main event was just kind of, you know, blah. It's, it's hard to get invested when you know, like, Bennett's not going to win. <laughs> yeah. 
you know, and it's, I always kind of wonder because we're watching on TV. So is this product more geared for TV? Um, because they're telling a lot of stories on commentary that obviously the people live aren't getting. So I think people accept that though. Like the people that are there to see it are there to see the matches. Yeah. I mean, you figure they go into like a taping and they're like, oh, we're going to see the Briscoes like three, four times. We'll get to see Kevin Steen a couple times. We'll get to see. Yeah. Because they'll probably watch it too. Later, maybe. Yeah, because I'm a mark. That's what I always do. So, um, yeah, all in all, listen, I definitely think I would have been treating check in next week. I don't think they would have sold me on forking over the $25 on iPay-per-view quite yet. Um, but you can watch it anywhere, anywhere with internet access. That's true. And I didn't have internet access at this time. So I would have been watching it in Argentina, which could have happened, I guess. But um, yeah, all in all, I, I definitely enjoyed I definitely would be tuning in next week. So, you know, another fun episode. I think, I think they're finishing the year strong. Um, what are your thoughts on, on final battle card overall without, I know we've got, you know, we'll address it next week, but. The tag title match and world title match are going to be great. Yeah. I really don't care about the rest of the card. I mean, strong Elgin will be good. Yeah. But that'll be a great work rate match. And that's going to, obviously that's had the story that we've been kind of building towards the whole year. Literally the whole year. But yeah, I'm I'm kind of not stoked about like the whole show. Not an Artie Evans. No, really not excited about Adam Cole versus Matt Artie. Um, I don't know. I mean, yeah, the the title it's going to be fun. We'll have fun, so we'll address that. But we'll before that, Brandon. Our boy. Is it time? Are we, are we talking about the question of dishonor? It is It is time. And now that you guys are on, on a group text thread together, it makes it a little easier for me. So I'm going to preempt this before you even read the question. I'm going to say, fuck Tony Khan. Because <laughs> we were asked, Tom, we were asked, uh, how, what, what would we need? How would the pot need to be sweetened yeah. for us to partake and dump our ducats to get final battle? Yeah, Brundin, as he knows us, uh, by the way, shout out to Brundin, the current uh, executive in charge of research for the Shining Wizards podcast. Uh, so shout out to your, your promotion there, Brundin. Um, knows that we are, are not excited. This is, um, as Will started the hashtag, not my ring of honor. Um, I'm still probably going to watch Final Battle. I'm not going to watch it live. I'm probably not going to watch Fork Over 60 Bucks for it. Um, but, I mean... Could AEW have done anything to I mean, entice us to order Final Battle? I mean, Tony and Kevin kind of stole our thunder. Um, a little bit of gimmick infringement on their part. I mean, make me care. I mean, give me some old... Well, I mean, not even old Ring of Honor, but like people that were in Ring of Honor at this time last year. I we're mean, getting we're getting Shane Taylor promotions, but we're not getting Moses or O'Shea Edwards. We're just getting Shane Taylor, which is awesome. 
that alone, seriously, Shane Taylor and Keith Lee in a ring together again, that intrigues me. That I, that was the one shining light of this. Um, Wheeler, Yuta, and Daniel Garcia again. Uh, again. I, and I loved I, I love Daniel Garcia. I love Wheeler Yuta. And we're I, getting Chris Jericho, Claudio Castagnoli again. Again. And we're and, getting our women's champ, Martinez, is wrestling Athena. Athena. Not again. Not again, but not invested. There's been no as far as I know, there's been no build to this. It's just Here's a match we're going to have. Yeah. Um, I can't of, give a shit about something if they don't give a shit about it. And as of right now, their tag team title is not on the card, right? Correct. But as we're recording on tomorrow night's Dynamite, it's FTR versus the Acclaimed. Both, so both titles are on one. So whoever wins will have both belts. FTR is not on this fucking card. The Briscoes aren't on the card. They are signed to Ring of Honor. They're getting the, the Kingdom are in cahoots with Ring of Honor, or in in cahoots with AEW. Where are they? I can tell you where they're not. They're not on my laptop right now. And it's like Tony said, you know, if they've got Josh Woods, where's Josh Woods? They've got. Dalton Castle and the boys. Where where's Dalton Castle? Dalton Castle's in like some diamond ring battle royal thing. So the six mans aren't even being defended defended either. Nope. So Brandon and make a long story short. I mean, bring me uh, to me the ship has sailed. Unless something big happens. I'm not invested in Ring of Honor beyond Final Battle 2021. One. Yeah. Brian Cage, you're signed. I think he – is he in that Battle Royal or is he on the pre-show? He, he's in the Battle Royal. There's two mystery spots. So, I mean, they – they but like they need to do something big and I need to see something sustained. Because as of right now, this is – Death Before Dishonor was the same way, whereas they kind of like slapped the card together. You know, and, and to be honest with you, I mean, I... And they brought in these Ring of Honor guys recently. They just signed Bandito. I mean, they brought in Rouge not that long ago, but it's like, what's going... There's nothing. There's no reason to be invested in Ring of Honor right now. Um, and like I said, I mean, we've been very critical of Chris Jericho as... I, I would have been happier if he bought Ring of Honor, sustained the Honor Club stuff, but don't hammer all this Ring of Honor stuff out until you're ready to actually roll it out. Yeah. Because Death Before Dishonor, y'all can get mad at me all you want. Death Before Dishonor, fucking blue. I was there. It sucked. <laughs> yeah. Final battle. I'm gonna. I'm not even gonna watch it. I'm just gonna say it's gonna suck. There's no reason to be invested in anything. Yeah, Samoa Joe versus Juice Robinson just randomly? Cool. Juice Robinson. All right, you're signed to AEW. You're signed to Ring of Honor. Awesome. I don't hate Juice Robinson. Um, Rock Hard Juice Robinson, great bit. Um, but why is he wrestling Samoa Joe all of a sudden? 
Um, yeah, like I said, right now, I mean, like the Briscoes are apparently on some kind of deal. Okay, you can't but be. They, but, but they can't be on TV. So we're just going to run back FTR and the Briscoes for a third time just for shits and giggles? or I mean, I assume that we're going to do that a third time anyway. Um, That's why I was – or no, this would be the fourth time, right? I think it's just the third. Third. I was so sure that their last match was going to go to a draw. Yeah. And that would give precedent for there to be a third one. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm, like, I'm not invested at all. Yeah, I don't feel like there's any reason to care. It's all just AEW people on Ring of Honor, basically. Yes, Claudio's got history of the Ring of Honor. Okay, great. Where's Brian Danielson? Has he got anything to do with this pay per view? No. Um, yeah, obviously, we'd love to see Danielson versus Samoa Joe, but you know, you don't have your fucking coveted. A, lit, a belt with a lot of history. The fucking Ring of Honor Trios titles. We, we we still don't know what's up with Gresham. He hasn't been officially let go. There's been no source saying he's out of his contract. Yeah. So you assume he's go, he still has dates and shit he needs to fill. Yeah, give me Bandito. I mean, former Ring of Honor champion. He's under contract. You got Bandito, you got Roosh. Josh Woods. You've got the you got the kingdom. Where's Kenny? Is Kenny King still with Impact? Yes. Well, we know Kenny King in, in Ring of Honor and Impact. So, um, I mean, listen, yeah, Shane Taylor, huge, huge upgrade. That alone. If Shane, if they did a show in Texas and did not have Shane Taylor on it, that would have been like the end. I'll try they're in Texas. I didn't even think of it. Um, you know, and if they bring Shane Taylor and Keith Lee back to Pretty Boy Killers, now I've, I've only seen one match of theirs, but sign me the fuck up. Um, I'm just over it. I'm, I'm kind of steamrolling this segment, but I'm over it. Yeah, it's... Uh, I, I will be patient, and I will wait it out, but I feel like I'm not getting anything. Yeah. Death Before Dishonor was three months ago. Nothing has changed. Not a single. Ring of Honor stuff disappears until it gets to be closer to the pay-per-view. And it's the same shit. We're getting all we're getting matches they already they've done. Again. Where's Willow? Where's Willow? Where's Somebody, I was like, why is it going to be Claudio again? Build up your women's division. Where's Miranda Alizé? She was great. Obviously, Roxy's obviously in NXT. Obviously, can't do that. Dak Draper! Where the fuck's Dak Draper? The NWA. Oh, whatever. You know, I mean, really, basically, the nuts and bolts of the, of the question, Brendan, my friend, is just give me some Ring of Honor people that were built yeah. up. You know what AEW could do to entice me to get it? They could put it on the Honor Club for free ninety nine. 
We already pay for Honor Club. So we're, we're paying to have access to a TV archive and we'll get the pay-per-views later. Yeah, was it 60 days? Something like that. Or it's a shitty pay-per-view we're not going to rewatch anyways. I don't care about it now. Why am I going to care about it two months from now? You know, so... Yeah, just, I mean, give me... Rent. Even if they offered a discounted rate, if they said, hey, you're an Honor Club member, 10 bucks. Get your pay-per-view. And they still owe you $20 for two months of fucking that you prepaid for. I think it's technically one month for, no, for December. It's at least two, Will. I mean, he owes me for this emotional damage, this frustration, get my blood pressure up. <laughs> well, I don't know if it's getting my blood pressure up, but... Um, I mean, it just hurts. It's, it stings for me because like, I was kind of like an in-and-out Ring of Honor fan probably like that pandemic ring of honor, like I couldn't get enough of it. I was so, I was so into it, all of it, every bit of it. I watched every YouTube video, every little Instagram reel, anything, anything and everything ring of honor. I was like on it. Had to, I had to have it. Bring back the young bucks. Put the young bucks, the young bucks. I mean, obviously they're in the middle of the fucking storyline, but so what, how about SoCal Uncensored? For me, fucking Scorpio Sky sure as fuck ain't doing anything. Put Cass and Scorpio Sky back together. Fucking SCU on this fucking pay-per-view. Well, SCU broke up. Oh, yeah. Well, maybe they could fight each other or something. I mean, Christopher Daniels. Where's Homicide? SAT's out there. SAT made this fucking top 25 the PWI. They're on top 100. They're not going to be top 25, but... I don't know. Yeah, it's it, it it's frustrating. I don't even like Jay Lethal, and Jay Lethal's not on the card. Oh, yeah, I even forgot about fucking Lethal. I mean, so people want so matches on the card. How many of those people actually actually wrestled in Ring of Honor for two thousand twenty one? Shane Mercedes. Taylor. Shane Taylor. I guess you'd count Keith Lee, right? Yeah. Mercedes Martinez. Yeah. Claudio. I don't know if Garcia ever did anything Ring of Honor prior. I don't think he was a. Pure. I don't think. I don't think he. I don't think he was old enough. Yuta was in the the Pure Tournament. A five. But again, that's still relatively recently. We didn't really get to see Yuta, Yuta, Yuta. that much. Yeah. So less than twenty five percent of the people on this card were not in Ring of Honor at all for twenty twenty one. So that is why I'm not invested. Breast action. I'm not invested because they don't give a fuck. So I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I'm not asking for the world, but a map I could put on the wall would be a start. Now, Will, you said something a little controversial in our text thread, and I sounds like you're walking it back a little bit, but um, I, I said I'd take Cornette over over Tony Khan, <laughs> and I was blown away. Blown. I mean, yeah, I had to put my phone down. Like, I'm. Down. I just it sucks to say that I feel like I'm over it. I used there was a while where I was bummed that I wasn't watching AEW on a regular basis, and now I don't care. 
Yeah, that I, was a while. I was really excited for Tony Khan to bring back Ring of Honor, and now I don't care. The only wrestling I feel like I really care about, other than the wrestling that we, we cover here, is New Japan, and I can't for the life of me keep up with that shit. <laughs> Hashtag not my Ring of Honor. Will's going off. Can't wait to hear it. I don't know. I said I was going to go off. I don't know if I totally went off, but. I am dissatisfied. TK is a coward. He'd never put Joe and Brian in the same ring together. Oh, absolutely. Those, those two are both so injury prone. He would not. Yeah. One one knee plus. There goes Samoa Joe. So you're, you're excited to see Mercedes Martinez, but why Athena? No offense, Athena. Um, it's like you just signed Willow. Where is she? She's fucking over. You need to put the straps on her. They should have put the strap on her instead of Roxy. That crowd hated that they put because that match wasn't good. Like let's let's call a spade a spade. That match not great. Oh, Roxy yeah. did not look good in that match. Willow looked great. Roxy looked out of her league. She did not look like she knew what to do with people booing her. Yeah. And then she left. And then she left. That's it out. Like, we, did, we, did, we didn't even get our match against Deanna Peraza. Well, no, we did, because right, Deanna Peraza won. Yeah. Where's Deanna Peraza? Thank you. <laughs> what's, what's she doing right now? <laughs> I want. Why can't I have Deanna Peraza and Mercedes and Mercedes again? Does that make sense? I don't know. Yeah, I, 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 I will probably watch... Um, I don't know. Shout out to my boy Tim King and the Wrestling Dicks. If he's doing a, a review show or not, I might jump in and vent, or I might not. I don't know. We'll see. I'm definitely not watching it live. I'm sure as fuck not forking over sixty goddamn dollars or forty or whatever. I think Death Force Honor. I think it was forty. Okay, whatever. But still, it's like that's my thing. It's like before you for. And I'm not saying this maybe wasn't priced right. Or priced, I shouldn't say priced right. It wasn't feasibly priced. The WWE can charge $10 a month and give you all the pay-per-views for free because they're going to have millions of accounts. <laughs> yeah. Ring of Honor charged us $10 a month. And we got the quarterly pay-per-views. <laughs> but that probably enticed more people to get the $10 a month even if they don't use the Honor Club normally. If they're just like, oh, I pay... Basically, I come out and pay $40 per pay-per-view because I can just watch the pay-per-view on my Honor Club. And if I decide I want to go back and watch something else, I can. You got a discount on the, the merch store. You'd get access to the merch before it was out in general. Or tickets. And tickets. I didn't get a deal on my tickets for Death Before Dishonor because I was an Honor Club member. I didn't get any pre-sale. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, wait, no, that's from... Wait. June 10th, what? Ring of Honor, Dallas, Texas, What? How the fuck do I even find this on TV? 
Oh my god, Fight Club. I'm looking up on Fight TV right now to see how much it is. Wow, yeah, you can't even, I mean, yeah, you look up on Fight TV and... I don't even see it for sale on here. Wow. What if it says it on Ray of Honor? Yeah, it's like it's streaming on Bleacher Report. Oh, they are doing it on Bleacher Report. As per Fightful.com, because I just Googled ROH Final Battle 2022. So scrolling down, and Fightful has ROH Final Battle 2022 stream on Bleacher Report on December 10th. Well, then how is this other one giving it away on Fight forty dollars? How'd you find that? I went to the fight. I went to fightful.com. Well, the the link or the article I saw. Well, is it forty dollars on Bleacher Report? Available live on the Bleacher Report app, Bleacher Report website, and connected devices for $39.99. Yeah, because... Uh, oh, Fight, oh, Fight usually oh. has stuff for international. Okay, that's it'll, funny. That's it'll, not, be, it'll be $20 internationally. Shit, I don't have it. Um, a goddamn... You gotta get a, get a VPN. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I entered a contest of wearing on Fight Teeth. No wonder. Okay. Yeah, I mean, really? <sighs> so, all right. Um, over it. There's there's way better wrestling out there right now. Watch yeah. some New Japan. Find find a local indie. Support them. Yeah. I it's, mean, it's, I, I, it's kind of like where I went with music. Like, I don't really follow the bigger bands anymore because I don't care. Like, I really have no personal investment in it. Yeah. But if there's a band playing a handful of shows up and down the East Coast... I'll give their album a spin. I'll plug their shit. Yeah. Aye, aye, aye. Well, Will, this has been fun. Um, yeah. Hopefully, Brendan, we answered your question to satisfaction. Um, Sorry I said you're old, Brendan. Well, I'm still I don't. I don't watch WCW. I never really watched WCW, so like I said, I never think of Zabisco as being... <laughs> A commentator. If you would ask me who was a commentator for WCW, I would have said the butts and seats guy in JR. Yeah. Um, I I wouldn't have have guessed that offhand until you said, oh, from WCW. Oh, sorry, he was a commentator. Oh, I I probably shouldn't say this on air, but I should find some good old Larry Sabisco matches and send them to Brundon. So, I mean, the Dangerous Alliance was awesome. But yeah, his heat with Larry Sabisco just cracks me the fuck up. So, um, I got heat with Tony Khan. Yeah, yeah, and uh, Mr. KJG and uh, Shining Wizards Tony, you'll be getting a cease and desist order from us, uh, stealing our shit, right? Copping our gimmick. Um, you know, this is our topic, but uh, yeah. Other than that, will um, I'm gonna start getting ready for my. Uh, for them to stick something up my ass to 
look at my colon the other day. So every year, every time I have to get one, I say I want to get the pictures so I can send a Christmas card out. Says from my asshole to yours. <laughs> Brittany says I'm not funny. <laughs> I think it's hilarious, right? So I mean, I may not send a Christmas card, but I may send a group text message. So <laughs> oh, if you got pics, let's get them. That's what our social media content needs. <laughs> oh. Would you rather watch Death Before Dishonor 2022 or look at Tom's asshole? I'll take Tom's <laughs> asshole. And Will, that is why you are an Oak Grill nominated podcast host, my friend. So because nobody's really listening. <laughs> well, that's not true. We've got a couple. I mean, we've got Eric, we've got Brandon, we've got Mr. David Henry Bauer the third. We got our wives. They they listen kind of by osmosis. Yeah, that's true. So um, the cats, cats. Yeah, hello, Smokus is giving me the death. Of, you didn't finish your dinner, kiddo. No treats till your dinner. Yeah, you no matter how cute you are. All right. Well, other than that, my friend, anything else you want to put over? No. Well, we have episode fifty-one next week, and then we only have like. What, two more episodes after that before the year's done? Yeah. Yeah, so our review of Final Battle 2012 High Fires will be in two weeks. Two weeks. Mark it on your calendar. So it's going to be a good one. we got some. We got some things lined up for that. So, All right. Well, we're pulling train station. Thank you, High Fivers. Thank you, Will. We'll talk to everybody next week.